Hey love, welcome to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair, the place to be for all things women, where we aim each week to fill your cup with a fresh squeezed dose of clarity, courage, and bliss. I'm your host, Angela B. Fuller, master hairstylist turned certified life coach. Let's be clear. I'm okay. You're okay. We're okay. Okay. This is the topic for today's episode. But before we jump in, uh, let's get a little housekeeping out of the way. Okay. So if you are watching on YouTube, please hit subscribe and ring that bell so that you can be notified when the next episode drop, because we do drop every Sunday at 8 a.m. And if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, then leave a comment. Oh, not a comment, but rate us five star, please, and leave a review. That would really help the show out. Now, before we jump into our juicy topic, I've got an icebreaker for you. I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to choose it right here. And what I'd like to know is, let's see what this thing read, because there's always something that we need an answer to. And the question today is, Do you ever find yourself comparing your beginning to someone else's middle or end? Now, if that's you, you know the word. You need to say, ouch. I'll go first. Ouch. And a prime example of that is when I had decided to release all chemicals from my hair. For years, I I had, I wore a chemical, a relaxer. You're not going to believe this. I wore my hair jet black. If you all are familiar out in the hair world uh, about a color called Bijen, you know they have a color that's blacker than black, blacker than blue black. And I wore it relaxed and I wore it spiky. And so what I noticed was that I was starting to get a little, you know, a little thin on the top. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about because anybody who's 40 plus 50 and older, we know after a while that hair starts to thin on the top. And so I noticed my hair started to thin, but I also noticed that that black color was just no longer working for me. And so I said, well, I'm going to go lighter because I've been told that as we mature, We want to keep our hair short, but we also want to lighten our hair. It helps for the complexion, you know, helps the skin to to look more radiant. And of course, you know, I wanted to kind of mute out the low salt that was coming in. And so when I went through the process of cutting all the relaxer out of my hair, and I started with just my little bit of new growth, and when I looked at some of my clients that had gotten rid of the relaxer over the time, over the years. And I saw how vibrant and that beautiful, nice curl pattern that was happening in their hair. I, I wanted to, I wanted to give up. I wasn't pleased with how my hair was, was turning out. I kept telling my daughter, Esprit, I got to do something different. I'm not feeling this. I'm missing my spike. I'm missing my black color. But what I found myself was I was comparing me being a a professional licensed cosmetologist for almost 30 plus years. I found myself comparing my beginning, my, my little baby fro 
to clients that have been natural for years. And that's just one example. Another example was when I decided to do my podcast. Because, you know, I wasn't a podcast person. You know, I deal with social media on a different level. But when I decided I wanted to do a podcast, I just started looking at other podcasts just to get a feel for for how it was done. You know, I took some a light course and I'd or I'd go to YouTube and look at some videos. And I said, I don't know if I could do this. But you know what I discovered? I was looking at people who had been podcasting for years. I mean, who had that thing down pat? smooth. And for all I know, they probably weren't even writing their own content or producing their own shows for all I know. But I was looking at my beginning of of podcasting compared to these individuals that has been doing it for years. And I discovered that if I continue doing that, this podcast would not be off the ground. So I want you all to to be and go on this journey with me. And if you find yourself comparing your beginning to someone else's middle or end, I hope that this episode can offer some insight for you. Let's be clear. I'm okay. You're okay. We're okay. Let's see what that looks like. Let's see what being okay looks like. Because it, it's all mental. You know, it all begins in the mind. And sometimes when we, when we talk about reinventing ourselves, uh, say if we're not happy with how our life is going or how our career is going or how our situation is going, we have to consider it's time to do some reinventing. And so the mind resists that. I know for me, that was my, my, my thing. My mind resisted change. I, you know, I don't care if that change is good or if that change is bad. We, especially women, we resist change because when we talk about reinventing ourselves to be okay with how we're presenting to the world, we always want to seek the approval of other people. Sometimes we validate ourselves through the lens of other people. And so my advice to you, as I had to embrace the advice advice to myself, is that I had to know that I was enough. I had to trust myself. Let's, Let's see what it means to be okay with reinventing yourself. First of all, let's understand that it takes time. You know, when I look back at who I was 20 years ago, 10 years ago, who I am today, I don't even recognize that person or the person 20 years ago wouldn't even recognize me today. I had to learn and embrace the fact that change takes time. And when when we talk about trying to be different or be okay with who we are, where we are and how we're showing up in the world, listen, we can't, we can't just throw away everything that we, that we gained or that we learned or that we experienced along the way. We can't do that because every experience that we went through, every encounter we had, good, bad, or indifferent, it kind of helped us to be who we are today. 
So what I did was I carried with me what was useful and I just discarded what wasn't. That's what worked for me. I, I want to hear from you. What, what helped you when you decided that you wanted to be different, that you, when you weren't okay with how you were showing up, what are some of the things that you did? Let me know if you're watching on YouTube, just put in the comments some of the things that you did to, um, to reinvent yourself. Tell me some of the things that you kept, some of the things that you threw away and let me know how that worked for you. I remember before I started beauty school, I worked at an insurance company in a cubicle, nine to five, no, no weekends, no nights. And I thought, I thought I was on top of the world. And I decided, oh no, this is not me. I've got to do something different. And so I went to beauty school and it took, I think it was about nine months to go through that process of learning something entirely different. And here's the thing, even after beauty school, when I started working in the salon, let me, let me say right now, Hey, I'm just saying what they say. My clients say they can recognize my cut anywhere on anybody's head. And I appreciate that. But when I first, when I got out of beauty school and I took a few haircutting classes and I, <laughs> I had a client and I sat that woman down and I called myself cutting her hair, man, the people in the salon were looking at me. My coworkers were looking at me saying, what in the world is she doing? By the time I was finished, it looked like I had three or four different haircuts on my client's head. That was humiliating. That was humiliating for me. And I vowed then this will not happen again. And so I started taking classes. I started practicing on mannequin. And then I came to realize that it takes time. Now, when I look back, I couldn't see myself where I am today as the master hair cutter I am today. I didn't see that in that, that, that young, scared young lady trying to create a name for herself in the hair industry. But it took time. It took patience. It took practicing. It took practicing. It took practicing. It took being okay with my beginning. And from the beginning, I was able to create a middle for myself. And now I have, I never stopped learning. I'm still always learning, but I can safely say that right now I'm operating in my end, but it took time. And I want you to consider that for you. Show yourself some grace. Allow yourself time to hone your craft to master something so that you can be okay with you. And and the second point I want to make is that when we're reinventing ourselves, we we don't throw everything out. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Understand that everything that we experience, every single thing, there is something in it to learn, something in it to grow from. So with all of your experiences and, and, and taking those experiences and trying to make it better, don't throw away everything. Don't, don't start from scratch. Learn to build on what you've already built, 
what you've already started. Extract all the good and throw throw away what hasn't worked for you up to this point. And the, and the last point I want to make about reinventing yourself and being okay with your outcome is to have the courage. Ooh, that's a good one. Have the courage to step into that new version of yourself. Because so many times we want a thing, but we are so afraid of grabbing it. You know, it's right there in front of us. But fear keeps us from being okay with grabbing it. Because again, we're questioning, are we deserving of it? We're questioning how other people are going to view it. But if we remember, if we remember the topic of this episode, it's I'm okay. I'm okay with me. You're okay with you. And that allows us to be okay with each other. Because what we have to understand is that all of us have gifts. All of us have individual gifts. And even within those individual gifts, some of us have similar gifts. But yet still, we put our own spin on it. And when we do that, everybody wins. And so I want to encourage you to win. I want you to know that it's okay to reinvent yourself. It's okay to allow yourself grace. It's okay to start over. I I can't even begin to tell you how many times I had to take all the takes that I took in filming this podcast. You would not believe I thought this thing was going to be a walk in the park, but it's not. But I'm okay with the process. I'm okay with the time it's going to take. I'm okay with with um, holding on to the good that I'm learning as I go and discard what's not working for me. And I'm certainly okay with giving myself the courage to believe that I deserve it, to walk in that greatness. Ooh, that, ooh, that was a little scary to say, but it's okay to walk into your greatness. And in the end, we all are okay. You got that? Okay? Okay. Woo. Hey, I know that was a lot. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bend your ears or wear out my welcome. But I really would like to keep our conversation going. And you can do that by hitting subscribe and um, keep the conversation going. Any comments that you may have, you know, drop your comments and kind of exchange with each other what you're feeling about the whole episode. Also, I've got something I'm working on for my third episode, and I'm so excited about it. So you can you can get an idea of what that's going to be like. Just follow me on Instagram at Angela B. Fuller. You can also find me on Facebook under Angela B. Fuller. And also don't forget my website, AngelaBFuller.com. And so let's 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 connect again. Uh, my episode, my next episode will drop on Sunday. You know, it's every week. And um, I'm just looking forward to continuing the conversation 
And uh, if you know anybody that might benefit from the discussion that we just had, the conversations that we just had, please share it out with them. You know, it takes more than one to build this thing. And I'm really counting on you all to help me build it. So until next time, know that I believe in you. Know that you got this. Know that you're okay. Okay? Bye. Mwah.